Today on the show, reoccurring themes, James Harden with yet another spectacular accomplishment. Has Johnny Manziel's football career finally ended? Jason Witten going back to the Cowboys. And the hot top, Antonio Brown finally tells his side of the story. Next. Hello and welcome to You Don't Know Jack. We are the Outsiders Looking In. My name is Chris Brown. And I'm Hugo Maitland. And this is episode 9 of season 2. We are recording on March 3rd, 2019. I'm excited to talk about the sports news today. How about you? A lot going on. A lot. A lot going on as always. You know, we're just going to have to get into some... uh some uh, embarrassing news later on in the, in, the, in the podcast. Yeah, yeah, embarrassing. And then there's also a bunch of sports starting back up, baseball, mm-hmm. MLS. But you know how we do it here. Everyone has an opinion on sports. But I think that we should just sit back, relax, and enjoy the uncertainty of sports and entertainment in the United States and the rest of the world because I don't know and you don't know Jack. Jack. Let's get into some shout-outs. You know you make me want to kick my heels up and Well, we're going to shout out some some very familiar people. Uh, first of all, <laughs> we want to shout out James Harden for the, what is it, the third week in a row? I think it's the third week in a row. Yeah, it might be. Like that. It might be. This guy is on a tear right now. Yep. Uh, I know they've Absolutely. had a game since then, but we wanted to shout out his 50 points uh, game for the second time this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, they played the Miami Heat. The Heat coming off a... Uh, a crazy, win. crazy win against the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should get to more into that in, uh, a little bit later. But uh, yeah, James Harden scored fifty-eight points uh, in in the in the contest. Ten assists, seven rebounds. This guy, I mean, that that can only make his average go higher. Like, I mean, and solidify yeah. his absolutely his uh, his reign or his his claim to the MVP race. Oh yeah, without a doubt. I mean, he's averaging. Thirty six point six points per game That's this it? season. I mean, I, think he, I feel like he should be over forty at 36. this point. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. His last ten games, he's averaging thirty seven point nine. That is crazy. Yeah, I I don't know what to say about James Harden. I don't know if you know. A lot of people have been saying that this may not last. You know, when it comes to the playoffs, you can't play like that and win. But it's it's fun to watch. It well, is I mean, very fun to watch. I mean, James Harden is the reason why they're winning. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I, you take you take him off. I don't know if they're you know as bad as like say the Lakers would be if LeBron wasn't playing. Or, yeah, but yeah. I just I just think they're not they're not a top eight team. They're not a top. I'll say six team in the, in in the, the Western West Conference. I think they'll still make the playoffs with the nucleus that they have. You know, Chris yeah. Paul, uh, Clint Capella, um, PJ Tucker. You got all these guys, yeah. but. 
James Harden is what makes that thing rock. And, you know, I just it's a it's a great effort. It's a great time in NBA history to watch this guy yes. play. Yeah, a lot of points, and we'll get into how many points teams are scoring, but still, a lot of points, but it's fun to watch. It is incredibly fun to watch because these guys are elite scorers. Elite, yes. Absolutely. We got the Eagles. Um, they are making some uh, some moves in the offseason. They have extended some key players uh, from their Super Bowl run a couple of years ago. Yes. Yeah, your guy. My guys. My Jason guys. Jason Kelsey has signed a one-year extension, keeping him there through uh, 2021. Um, it also makes him the highest-paid center in uh, per-season value. You know we like to say when, uh, when it comes to contract money negotiations. Show me the money. Yes. It looks like he got some, uh, some great uh, – he looks like he got a great deal to stay there, and um, I'm sure the Eagles are happy about that. Yeah, I mean, uh, at, at the end of the day, uh, his the, – the, the breakdown of his his per per season is the highest or per yeah, so he got a three. He's he's still currently under contract. He's got three more years to go, which with this extension, and so he's uh, slated to get eleven million per year, which makes making him the highest paid center in, in, in NFL in the NFL right now. Yeah, um, which is incredibly fantastic because he has had a monstrous a monstrous couple of years like i mean one of the best one of the best centers you could ever you could say is playing the game right now i mean yeah he reminds me of like a jeff saturday with what he did yes. with the uh indianapolis colts and peyton manning yeah you know? he's, he's, he's a stretch guy he can run he can blot down the field you know he's a very smart center he, he calls out um uh uh you know blocking schemes or whatnot i mean although he doesn't know how to use a computer but it's fine um yeah, he, he's he's just a very very smart guy when it comes to on the field, um, and yeah, we keep, we were so excited to have him back for, a, for another couple of years to make another run, make yeah, another run without a doubt. And you know, it, it couldn't have happened to a better guy. He, he's obviously the brother brother of Travis Kelsey, yes, um, the uh, tight end, prolific tight end for yes. the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. But a tweet went out. This is kind of crazy. A tweet went out about Jason Kelsey showing up to a UPS store to <laughs> and, sign his contract. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, it looks like he is he signing his contract. He's signing his contract. Oh my goodness! He doesn't have a computer at home, or, or a printer, or a scanner at home, so he couldn't send it back. So he had to go to the local, um, the local U- UPS store to sign the contract and fax it back to the EOS organization, which I don't know where he's at. I mean, I guess he's at home, but you yeah, know. his wife said he doesn't have a scanner or printer in the house. Yeah. So that's the true. I, 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 when you, when I saw this, I was like, this is a true Paul Bunyan type. Yeah. Guy that does not have any electronics. He's probably in his house with his wife, a log cabin in the, in the woods somewhere. Yeah. Just chilling, like <laughs> he's got his ski cap on. He's wearing some earth tone colors. I mean, this is great. This is absolutely great. J- Jason Kelsey just uh, living the life, man. Living, living the, the life. life. Yes. Um. So we also got uh, some contract news involving uh, Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham. Yes. yes. He is uh, also resigned. He resigned Friday. I think Jason Kelsey either signed Saturday or before that. I'm not sure. Uh. But. Brandon Graham, the 30-year-old, the guy that made the incredible uh, play in the Super Bowl to uh, knock the ball out of Tom Brady's hand to solidify the first-ever Super Bowl championship uh, uh, that we had. 
first ever. First ever. I mean, we had championships before, but this is the first ever Super Bowl championship that yes. we ever had. Uh, let him know. Let him know. L- gotta let him know. <laughs> gotta let him know. Uh, he is slated to uh, be under contract. He signed a three-year, $40 million deal, uh, which will also keep him to uh, keep him in Philadelphia through 2021. So we just we locked up some key players going forward. Uh, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. Now we we're gonna lose a lot of people. We're gonna lose <laughs> a lot of people. I mean, these deals are not not cheap, and we have no cap room. So uh, yeah, that's gonna, usually what happens. Yeah, so we're uh, gonna we're gonna lose a lot of people. But I think with throughout the draft and and uh, maybe some some lesser free agency acquisitions that fit the team. If how we can can do what he did and work some magic, man, we'd be all right. We'll yeah, all right. you'll be all right. I mean, I have some uh, some some faith after what uh, the GM did to get you all the talent to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I'm forgetting your GM's name. Howie Roseman. Howie Roseman. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I have faith in him that he's going to figure it out. Um, it's just always difficult. You know, when you win the Super Bowl, everybody wants to get paid. Right. So right. you can't possibly play everybody. You got to draft really well. And then you also got to pick up some um, some talented veterans that maybe, um, you know, want to sign a one or two year deal. Right. So, I mean, I, yeah. I, I'm excited where we go from here. Uh, honestly, uh, new talent. I mean, I was just looking a little bit at the NFL combine, looking at some of the results and stuff. I really mm-hmm. want this Justin, Justin Hill guy from Oklahoma State. Dude, Justin dude's Hill. a beast. Only, uh, the, only, the only thing is he's. He's a little undersized. He's like one ninety six, but um, as as far as uh, as an athlete, I mean, they compare him to Saquon Barkley, oh, which uh, Justin Justin Hills. Just yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, they they're comparing him to to um, what's his face uh, <laughs> Saquon Barkley. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see. Yeah, he's one ninety. He's a little undersized, but. This guy can run. He runs a four four forty, which is nice for a uh, a running back. Um, so I mean, and then also I want to see if we can get that that uh, homeboy from uh, Miss Ole Miss, the guy they talking about DJ uh, McAuliffe or something like that, Matt Matliff or whatever. Mm-hmm. He is a he is a freak of nature, and that <laughs> is and that's putting it lightly. So yeah, uh, he is he. He came in. He weighed, uh, I think it was one one eighty something or so, one one ninety something. But he is one point six percent body fat. You got to be kidding me! One point six percent body fat. Two twenty eight. One point six percent body fat. I how is that even possible? Oh my goodness! That's why I said he's a freak of nature. He's six three. This guy. Oh my goodness! Runs a four. Four three three forty, bruh. We'll take him in Philly. I we will take him in Philly, bruh. We will uh, take him in Philly. That is absolutely ridiculous. If he's able to stay in shape, that is golden. He's gonna be a beast in the league. There was a there was a tweet that went out. I forget who uh, he was. He was beside somebody else in the league. I forget uh, the name of the guy that was that was next to him. But dude, dude was. He was he was he was he was right. He was right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, people are saying who is actually going to tackle this guy? 63228. He's basically Calvin Johnson. Yeah. But even Calvin Johnson had more body fat than that. Yeah. So oh I I goodness. want I want the Eagles to take him in the first round. 
First round, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if you're a quarterback. I don't. I don't care. Take this dude in the first oh, round. I don't know. I don't know how. Uh, I don't know how how well his skills are with catching or whatnot. But I mean, you don't need that. <laughs> you can learn you, all you of that. Just, all you gotta do is hand the ball to him well, and he'll run it. Like, I'm glad you mentioned that because with Nick Foles leaving, yeah, you know who's gonna throw him the ball? Let's talk about this Nick Foles quarterback situation for Philly. Well, like, I think first of all, it was a very good, it was a very classy move by 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 the uh, the Eagles because uh, the the level of accomplishment that Nick Foles gave to the city of Philadelphia. I mean, with two playoff, two incredible playoff runs. Yeah. Like, incredible. Like, wow. Whoa. Whoa. It looks like it's... <laughs> Do you want to pause? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's all right. Sure? I mean, looks like God did not like those playoff runs. <laughs> I don't know what that thunder was about. Know, I don't, yeah. Uh, so, Nick Foles, uh, he, had a, he had an incredible playoff run that obviously brought us to the Super Bowl two years ago and then this year he uh he brought us almost to the uh nfc conference championship uh game again only with the saints <laughs> well only with uh the saints getting that last interception from Je- uh alshon jeffrey so yeah that was Al- alshon jeffrey's fault without yeah a doubt. so i mean you with the level of of accomplishment that this guy has to not franchise him to trade him, which mm-hmm. was big, was very, very big, and yep. very classy. With the That's what we thought they were going to do. Right. They thought they were going to either franchise him or or just trade him for something. Right. To get. It's interesting to see that they they uh, they let him walk in free agency. I mean, that's the, like you said, that's the right thing to do. But don't you wish you kind of got something for him? Uh, you can get something for Nick Foles. I mean, we sh- if we were going to do that, we should have we should have done that a long time ago. We should have done that the last year. Yeah, that's true. That's said. true. I was like. There, everybody was like in the offseason, you're going to have a quarterback controversy, which was pu- <laughs> which was pushed by the media. By the way, we'll just we'll just go ahead and say the media pushed the fake that. news media. Yes, the fake yes. news media. Uh, 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 where is it? Fake news. Yes, yes. It pushed that. It pushed that initiative. Pushed that agenda. Agenda. And so now, come 2019, uh, instead of getting yeah. what we can for this guy, getting what two, a two two round two round draft picks. Or something like that for this year. Yeah, you could get some sort of, you know, slot receiver for right, Nick Foles. Something. I mean, you could get something for him. Something instead of that, we're, we're left with nothing, which is fine. I mean, we can yeah. still rebuild, but you know. So you just mentioned rebuild. Are you considering this a rebuild year, or do you expect them to actually do something this year? I didn't you got to wait for I the draft. I didn't expect us to to win the Super Bowl the year that we won. So I, I considered <laughs> that I considered us at least two or three years away at that point. So at, at that yeah. point, it was still a rebuild mode. So it, I don't know with this team. Like we still have great a great nucleus of the team. Uh, again, the the strength of defense is a defensive line. Although the defensive line is losing uh, uh, Timmy Jernigan, he's he's not coming back this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Long may not be coming back this year. Uh, so we're going to lose some people. But at the same time, we still got great coaches. We still we still have championship coaches. And we still have a quarterback, in my opinion, that's that's right for the city. So yeah, absolutely. At the end of the day, I can't I couldn't tell you if we're going to if we're going to make noise this year or not. I just got to see us play this year. <laughs> it all depends on what we do this year. Yeah, I, I think the draft is going to be pretty big for you guys as well. So what either. Dra- actually drafting somebody or trading somebody right. and getting different 
uh, different players, different assets, or um, getting higher picks. Right. Very cool. Very cool. We're going to go into our segment that we love because it helps you stay informed. The What Did I Miss segment. What did I miss? What did I miss? So, if you guys didn't miss it, which I, I only saw this because it popped up on my phone i would have missed it as well and plus i didn't really <laughs> necessarily care because nobody was watching you know but johnny manzel's back in the news guys yes he is Woo-hoo! back in the news johnny manzel he has been released <laughs> from the cfls which is the canadian football league montreal alouettes yes uh, due to uh contract violations that he that he had um this season or in the middle of the season and he is also this it gets even better he is barred from signing with any other cfl teams (laughs) yes you heard it right he cannot he he is out of the league he is out of the cfl so he got kicked out of the nfl yeah he got kicked out of the cfl Mm -hmm. (laughs) so where is he where is he going now where is he going now Uh, people are saying he can go to the aaf Yes, the and Alliance of American Football. They, they said they have already reached out to him. Uh, he also has a chance to go to uh, the XF, XFL that's coming in next year. Next so year, yes. It's it's just funny to me that he got kicked out. I mean. Okay, so here's the weird thing. Was he even playing? That's what I'm trying to figure out. He was, but he wasn't that good. So Was he, he was, starting? No, he was a backup. He was, oh, he was a backup. Man. Uh, from the oh, from the uh, reports that I read, he was not. <laughs> this uh, a couple of them were opinion pieces. <laughs> they were saying that he was, <laughs> and even they were saying he wasn't uh, uh, really that good. I mean, look at it, he eight games played, um, seven interceptions, seven interceptions. Yes, yes. How That's many crazy. TDs? Five, Five total TDs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> This wow, guy. Wow, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. This guy. I just, it's funny. He was so good in college. He was so good. It's like a Jamarcus Russell type. So good in college. Yeah, but just a complete bust. bust. Anywhere else. Complete bust. Rest on, you. it goes to show you rest on your laurels. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Absolutely. And I think he just, I don't know. He, he wants to have fun. He wants to have party. fun and he doesn't necessarily want to uh, focus on his craft yeah he wants to party and that's it the reason why broadway joe got away with all of his all of his antics was because he was winning yeah and he was winning a lot yeah so ah poor johnny we've talked about johnny a lot on this this show i I, honestly i don't feel sorry for him anymore i mean I, i i wish him the best but i don't when when you have so many chances and so many people i don't know if he's got i don't know if he's got the right people in his ear to tell him but if you get kicked out of one, okay, I get it. You know, you, that was a learning experience. Yeah. You get yeah. kicked out of, of a league a second time? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, it's the like fact the whole, that he's barred from signing with uh, anybody else, like, that's just weird to me. Yeah. Like, that that means that you really did something <laughs> bad. I mean, uh, you, you, what, is the, what is the saying? Uh, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. Or mm. what is it? The, I think it's the other way no, around. No, it's the other way around. Shame yeah. on you, fool me once. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. So, if you haven't learned the second time around, I mean, he's going to get a third opportunity. And yep. what they say, there's another saying for that: three strikes, you're out. Okay, <laughs> three strikes, you're yes, out. So, absolutely. this is your last chance. Your get it last right, chance. 
You got to get it right, Johnny. You got to oh get it right. I, I really don't understand what's going on with him. He's, it's almost like Josh Gordon, right? Yeah. He's like a Josh Gordon. I don't know if there's drugs involved, but the, he has some sort of mental block that's not allowing him to be successful on the field. Yeah, so, that's crazy. I don't know. Just uh, I'll keep him in my prayers. Yes. <laughs> yes. Pray up. Oh, my goodness. And I'll pray for all of the young Los Angeles Lakers because apparently Jeannie Buss is uh, coming out now and saying that she would have given up almost everybody on that team. No, no, no. She she wouldn't have. Sorry. I, I read it that wrong. Oh. She uh, she she wouldn't have. Um, okay. She was, she was refuting the 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 the, the uh, I guess the accusation, not accusations. What would you say? The rumors that the everybody rumors. was on the trading yeah, block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she she came out and she she was saying that it, it was complete fake news um <laughs> that she was she was not planning to to do anything like that i saw i think i saw a photo of her she was, she was not she was bad not bad <laughs> well we'll talk about that off air <laughs> cuz yeah she's She's modeled before. We'll put yes. it that way. She, um, she, for what is it? she's fifty seven? She said. I yeah. Think she said. Yeah. She, but anyways. Uh, <laughs> uh, Be yeah, careful. Yeah. Uh, it was. It was. I didn't think she had to come out and say anything about it. No, because, she should have just left it alone. Yeah, because at the end of the day, I mean, you have Magic Johnson to take care of your all your PR stuff. Magic Johnson is the guy that that will that makes the decisions as far as personnel that's who you hired to do that and so yeah but I don't she's think always Magic... been in the the forefront yeah. even when um her dad was alive she was always um a part of the basketball operations and talking yeah. with the media obviously because you know of the way she looks but <laughs> <laughs> she's always been in the forefront you know yeah i i mean i just i just think it was it was this this was this was beneath i wouldn't say it's beneath her but it's beneath her <laughs> you know what i'm saying like there's so many other operational things that you can be doing uh besides personnel you know was this wh- where was she being interviewed was this like a a radio show or like uh, sports center or something cuz i, I, I if she just came out of nowhere and started saying this stuff then yeah she that's um, not publicity. Yeah, that's a uh, corporate relations one on one. Like right. you don't you don't just come out and give information that nobody was asking for. Right. I had to. I didn't read that Unless in the articles that I read. Um, I had to go back and do a little bit more research to do that. But I I know that that came across my timeline. So you know, I had to to come out and say that. You know. But. Yeah, uh, she was talking with Bleacher Report, Howard Beck from uh, Bleacher Report, and they asked her. Um, so look at you. So yeah, you know, I try to get my Google foo up. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, but yeah, she was never news. going to trade the entire roster. Uh, that fake was, news. Yeah, that was not going to happen. I thought that they would trade almost everybody for Anthony Davis. That's what I thought too, and I thought it would have been a great deal, honestly. I, I, I would have wanted them to keep Kyle Kuzma, but that was it. Yeah. And maybe Lonzo. I would have traded LeBron for, uh, for, for Anthony Davis. Davis. The, way, the, the way LeBron's playing now. Yeah, but at the, at the same time, Anthony Davis is hurt right now. He's not even playing. And true, his team is so much, more, so much worse than, uh, I don't know, because the Lakers slipped last night and they lost to the Suns of all people. So, the Suns. 
the Suns. You know, the worst team in basketball right now. Well, no, Knicks are the worst team in basketball right now. But the third worst team in basketball <laughs> right now. So, yeah, that's kind of sad. That's kind of sad that that uh, that I think LeBron is at his, at the end. He, he it, It's starting to show. It's starting to show. Um, yeah, I think LeBron is probably still a little injured, but he's, I don't know. He's, he's okay. He'll be okay. He just needs help. He needs people around him. He needs the players need around him too. <laughs> yes, we do. We all need help. <laughs> Talk to your therapist. Go to your doctor. Exactly. Apple a day. Um, wow. <laughs> I'm covering all my bases. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think he needs help around him to actually do something in the playoffs or to get to the playoffs. Yeah. Because, they're 30 and 33. Yeah. I didn't even, they're, I have no idea what's going on. Like, I thought for sure they would be, um, around hovering around number six. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're, um, 30 and 33. They're 10th in there and they're, uh, what is it now? Four, uh, four and a half games behind the eighth seed. So yeah, that's, that's kind of bad. It's kind of bad. Yeah. Kind of bad. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even think they're gonna catch. I don't even think they're gonna catch the Kings, honestly, because the um, Kings are playing are playing decent basketball. Yeah, the Lakers have a tough schedule down the stretch, and that's that's the biggest issue. I honestly uh, think the Timberwolves can surpass them. That's how bad it is. Yeah, the Timberwolves are a ga- are half game behind them so far. Yeah, I. That's crazy. I wonder if LeBron is shooting Space Jam two this summer. He probably is. That's why he's not <laughs> focused. He, I, he's he's not doing that, and allegedly he's not focused. Allegedly, allegedly. He's not. well, he allegedly. talked about his other teammates being distracted, but I think he's the one that's being um, a little. I mean, distracted. like I said, he went to so. L.A. He doesn't really care. He's he's already come out and said that he I have nothing to prove now. Like I have <laughs> nothing to prove. When you come out and say that statement, instead of coming out and saying, "Okay, I want to come out and match," you know. Magic Kobe or, or Kobe yeah, or whatever in yeah. rings. Instead of saying that, you come out and say, I have nothing else to prove. That just tells me you're phoning it in. You're just you're you're going to work, clocking in, getting a paycheck and leaving and then going on and doing your other ventures. Like not that he needs to go and clock in because the dude's already getting paid for life from Nike. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. He, he could he could retire and still be just fine. Yeah. But um, you know, I don't know. I think one of the that you bring up a great point with his salary. I think. If he takes a pay cut in the next couple of years, that would prove that he wants to win. Yeah. Because that means that they would be able to sign somebody like uh, Anthony Davis and maybe another big star so that, um, you know, the Lakers could actually do something. What is he? Um, a su- he's on a Supermax deal, right? Or not I don't a think it was it's a, a su- max deal. Yeah, it's a max deal. I don't yeah. think it's a Supermax. It's a max deal. I think it was like 140 over four years. Yeah, so. so. Yep. Sounds like a super max in my book. Exactly. <laughs> I'll take I'll take that real quick. Uh, yeah. You know how much I could pay off and with that kind of money? Mm, yeah, it's crazy. I don't know much more how much more he could do though, man. I mean, he's scoring thirty points a game, averaging about ten assists, eight uh, rebounds, 10, 10, 10, 15 assists and ten and twelve rebounds needs to be done, well, along with forty <laughs> along with forty to forty two points. Yeah. Um, I just you're right. He's not at that point anymore in his career. He can't no. do that anymore. No, he, he can average thirty. He can. No, he can. It's just he doesn't want that burden anymore. But but I think he's actually done with that type of stuff. Because oh, he I, had I to do it in Cleveland for the last four years. That's what I'm saying. I agree with you. I'm just saying physically, I think he still can do it. Dude takes care of his body. Yeah. Like absolutely. he is he is an athlete that is meticulous with his with the what he puts in his body. So yes. I physically, I think he could definitely do that. Mentally, yes. he's checked out. Yes. Check- so, well, and if his teammates were 
actually showing up right. and doing what they needed to do, right. then maybe he'd be more engaged. Right. But I'm sure he's just like, man, this is Cleveland all over again. This is Miami all over <laughs> Especially again. Especially when he was injured and had that 18 game, what is it, 20 game skid or whatever yeah. that he that he skipped. Uh, and they were subpar to like atrocious in yes. that time period. Yeah. Yeah. He was just like, I, I don't, you know what? I'm done. Like, I, unless we get somebody else, this is, this is him telling magic. Uh, <laughs> you need to go get somebody else for me or we're done here. Yeah. So yeah. I, don't I, I don't know, man. It's, it's sad. It's very sad. I really want Lonzo Ball to come back. Cause that's a, that's a huge, yeah, that, would, that would be a huge, <laughs> that'd be a huge, uh, 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 addition back addition to it, but he's still not, he's still not right. Yeah, still not he's right. still not right. They're saying at least another week for Lonzo to come back. So, oh, well, they need to do something. They need to score some points, help LeBron out. Moving right along to the Bulls and the Hawks. Um, this was a very interesting game. This game happened in Atlanta, um, and the final score was uh, 168 to 161. That's wow. right. I didn't stutter. I didn't make a mistake. 168 to 161. So what is the, what is the, what is the total pointage of that game? Uh looks like 329 points. That <laughs> that is spectacular. Uh I, I just, never thought that two teams that were as bad as the Bulls and the Hawks <laughs> would score <laughs> that many points in a meaningless game. Um, I mean, it's all it's all meaningful. I we we joke to say it's meaningless because none of these teams are playoff bound. But at the end of the day, I mean, that's it's got to be a a a, a a a confidence booster going forward because you know that offensive explosion is either your offense is that good and you were on that night, or your mm-hmm. defense is just that bad. <laughs> Or and they didn't want to play off uh, defense at all. At, at they all. were just like, oh. At all. Let's see how far we can yeah. run the score up. Let's just. Uh, I was hoping for 200. Like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Let's let's go for 200. Yeah. It's it, crazy. It's, it's really crazy. I, you know, there were a lot of um, uh, uh, news articles that were coming out and um, some takes on SportsCenter and Fox Sports about how many points teams are scoring this year. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, you got the Warriors averaging 100 and. 18 points yes. per game. Yes. You've got the Bucks averaging 117. Uh, New Orleans, 116. Um, and let's oh, go. You, you skipped over my Thunder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thunder. They're number, f- number on, five at on, 115. Come on, man. Well, I was going to go to the Bulls and the Hawks. <laughs> the Bulls are averaging 104. The Hawks are averaging 112. So even those, like, that's high. Every team is averaging over 100 points per game. Well, isn't that what uh, – isn't that what fans like to see? Uh, because, you know, the NFL has tried to make that uh, a staple, too, this past year yep. of making sure scoring is up, which I th- I call fixing games. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> we, we can go into that later. Taking advantage uh, of the defense. Exactly. Like, that's just fixing games. But I guess, I mean, I, did, I don't want to see a, a, a game that's like the Super Bowl mm-hmm. because that was – they call that defensive game. I call it just a horrible game all around. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, defenses didn't play well. Offenses didn't didn't do anything. But at the end of the day, like I guess it is true. A lot of people want higher scoring games, like higher scoring points, and you know it's crazy. Yeah, I'm looking at an article um, from USA Today. NBA teams are scoring like it's 1985. 
You know, the score, all scoring is up, and a lot of it is due to the three-point three shot. Three-point shot, yeah. Yeah, a lot of a lot of players, even stretch fours and stretch fives that played. Um, well, not not stretch fours, like like fours or fives, solid fours yes, or fives, fours or fives are becoming yep. stretch fours and stretch fives because everybody's wanting to shoot a three now. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're required. I saw one of the only Denver games I've seen in, in a long time, Denver Nuggets, and Jokic, the center, can shoot threes. Yes. <laughs> it's like, what? Yes. Everybody what shooting threes on? now. It's ridiculous. I, I, I like it as in the simple fact that it's a game changer. Like, yeah. you, you can change the game through the three-point line. You can, you can uh, like, that's, that's Steph Curry. Steph yes. Curry is a game changer because he can shoot the three very, very well. Yeah. But, you got, um, going back to the Bulls and Hawks game, you got Zach Levine of the Bulls. He shot 14 threes that game. <laughs> Only made six of them, so he's behind. Is he's uh, under under fifty percent? Yeah, but you know, like technically speaking, all the analytics guys would say forty percent from the three point line it's is worth good. it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's good. worth it. Yeah. Um, Trey Young for the Atlanta Hawks, he, he was closer to fifty percent. Yeah, six of thirteen for three point line with um, from the three point line with forty nine points that yeah. game. I mean. It's crazy. It's crazy. I, I I don't think you would ever see those numbers. Joey Porter, uh, uh not Joey, uh, Otis Porter Jr. Yeah, was over fifty percent uh, from from three, which is that's that's spectacular. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I, ten years ago, you wouldn't see Ray Allen shooting ten threes a game. No. Like that was a rare occasion where yeah. he would shoot ten threes a game. Yeah. So, yeah, man, uh, NBA is changing. Um, Scores are just going like crazy. Um, a lot of people are saying three-point shooting, obviously, pace of play, freedom of movement, and and just better talent. A lot of yes. these guys are a lot going to shooting athletic. coaches. A yep. lot more athletic. Going more to talent. shooting coaches from a, at a young age and all this AAU ball and stuff like that is is uh, it's really catching up. I don't know. Maybe we're on our way to a four-point line. Yeah, I hope not. I really hope not. I mean, keep it in, keep it in the big three. Keep it in the big three. That's 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 where it, that's where it's supposed to be. Keep it in the big three. In the big three. Yeah, I don't you. don't do it in the NBA. I got you. <laughs> All right. Last but not least on this what did I miss segment, MLS soccer is back and MLB baseball is back. Back uh, back 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 again. Even better. Uh, Major League Stock Soccer started off um, yesterday, March second. And uh, we had the debut of the Cincinnati Football Club, FC Cincinnati. They unfortunately lost to the Seattle Sounders four to one, um, but that's okay. You know they're um, they're the new expansion team, twenty four teams total now, and uh, we'll see what happens. Their schedule is really weird because of all the the um, international uh, tournaments that the, occur. The friendlies, yeah, yeah, the, the friendlies, friendlies and the on. tournaments, and yeah. Um, yeah, there's like a break in the middle of the season, like so their season runs from March. All the way till November. I was about to say March to March. I was like, hold up. Yeah. <laughs> hold on. It's got to be breaking there somewhere. March. Not quite March to March, but March to be, November. It's got to so. be breaking there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. it, it's really interesting. It's really interesting to see. Um, but yeah, good good for them. They're, they're starting up again. They had a great season last season. I got this. The reason why I'm talking about this is because I got this email in my inbox um, yesterday where it was like, hey, MLS supporter, I have. No idea how I got on the MLS soccer mailing list, but um, you know, you I, know. Well, I, that's the thing. I don't know if I bought something. I don't think I bought anything. So <laughs> you bought a subscription to a life uh, 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 watching of MLS. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. You know, Some, somehow I got hacked. That'll and that's, be that's that'll, what's going that'll on. That'll be three hundred dollars a year. 
Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I, I don't know. I, I wanted to buy a jersey and I wanted to buy some tickets, but I don't think I ever did it. So anyways, got that email and I was like, oh, man, MLS is back. This is awesome. Uh, All-Star game is in Orlando, so I may even go to that. We'll see. We will see. But uh, spring training is in full effect for Major League Baseball. I've uh, got some good games coming up this week. Why do they call it spring training when they could uh, it could be easily just called preseason? Like all that's this is great, is preseason. That's a great question. Like <laughs> Braves playing the Marlins at today at one one o five. Yeah. Like Yankees playing the Tigers at one o five. Like this is preseason. Yes. We call this preseason in the NBA, NFL and NBA. Yes. Come on. I, now, I, d- guys. I don't know why it's called it's spring not, training. It's not spring training, especially when we're still in winter. Okay, we're still in winter. <laughs> I don't know. Did the groundhog uh, see its shadow? Or? I think so. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know why they call it spring training. I'm sure it goes back years and years <laughs> and years. And, but that sounds more like OTAs yeah. than um, um, uh, actual like games that you're playing. Right. Uh, what does the NFL call it? Uh, they have preseason. Yeah, uh, but before that, what is that? There's OTAs and then there's uh, is it spring uh, training? Uh, training camp. Training camp. There yeah. we go. Training camp. Yeah, yeah. Come on, MLB. Get on that. Get on it. Get on it. Moving right along, we're going to get into our news headlines of the week. Daily Headlines. So, our daily headline for today starts off with some very em- embarrassing news from a very high up, very executive executive. Uh, San Francisco Giants team president and CEO, Larry Bear. I guess that's how you say his last name, Bear. Yeah, uh, B-A-E-R, Bear. I think apologized Friday uh, night after video earlier in the day showed him with an notification with his wife. Yep. Um, so TMZ got it. They've they've made the video public by now. I'm pretty sure half the nation that follows sports has seen this because, you know, if you see Ray Rice beating beating a woman in the uh, <laughs> elevator and Kareem Hunt beating a, or not beating, pushing a woman uh, at a hotel lobby like you've got to have seen this. Yeah, um, this is going to be all over Sports Center, and I mean, they try to hide it. Yeah, exactly. They try to hide it as best they can because he's an executive. Although, <laughs> you know, um, when you when it's something so egregious in public, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, viral, and a lot of people want to be the first to be the reporters of it, like fake reporters out here. And uh, oh, look what I saw. This is this is what I saw on Twitter. Yeah. Well, on top of that, everybody has a cell phone nowadays, right? Exactly. So everybody's recording everything. Everything. But uh, I know we were talking about this in the pre pre show. We, we were we were pre gaming for the for the show, yes. and uh, we were talking about the the whole situation surrounding it. Um, it it wasn't as bad as you know the rest of them. You know, Ray uh, Ray Rice. That one was that one was pretty bad. That one. He was he was yeah. literally beating and railing on that woman, yep. um, and even Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt, they say allegedly. Well, not allegedly. He's caught on video with uh, a motion with his foot that acted like he was kicking the woman. Um, I don't think it was a hard kick, <laughs> in my opinion. But the optics of that makes it makes it worse than it really is. Yes, without a doubt. If we saw the video, if you saw the video of what Larry Bear did, honestly. 
you could make the assumption, and I'm not putting this out there, but you could make the assumption that he was he was in some hot water with his wife. <laughs> um, and it says right there, Larry and I always have been and still are happily married. Mm. I don't know. After if, after if you're trying to grab if 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 I'm trying to grab a cell phone from my wife. And because I don't want her to see something or she grabbed it from me. Mm, I don't know. Something suspicious happening. It just seems very weird. Something suspicious. And he like twisted her arm yeah, and she fell on the floor because she had a issue with her leg or whatever. Leg I, I don't buy that because she wasn't so. even standing. She was just she wasn't even trying to get up. Like it, it looked <laughs> like she he would just grabbed her and pulled her to the ground. Yeah. Like, no, nah, you, you can't you can't convince me. And the, the, the worst part about this is for me, like the one that the, the part that pissed me off, mm-hmm. <laughs> excuse my French. Uh, the part that 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 made me a little angry was the fact that he just walked off. Didn't even help his wife up. Like <laughs> I would have been like, "You okay? I, I'm sorry." Even though how mad I am, I'm sorry. I, I, I well, didn't mean to do that to you. He probably thought that she was gonna grab the phone again. <laughs> I mean, I, they're looking like a little a bunch the, of kids out yeah, here. Yeah, secure the phone then. Put it in your pocket and then pick her up. Yeah. Like you don't just leave, man. You know how crazy it'd be if I left my wife on the ground and just walked off, like. <laughs> Sorry, babe. Uh, you had to get yourself up. No, I'm not doing that. This, this is not. That, that's what made me mad. But other than that, like it, it wasn't. It wasn't. My point is, it wasn't as egregious as the rest of the ones we saw uh, that came out from players. Although he still should get punished for it. Yeah, without a doubt. Like you can clearly see from the um, uh, from the video that he should be punished somehow, some way. It's not the correct way to handle the situation right uh although i again the whole um statement that his wife put out about how they've been happily married and how it was just uh, <laughs> you know i took his cell phone and she kind of tried to make it sound like they were playing around or something yeah like, I mean, no no <laughs> I, I tripped and i had i had an injury and uh yeah no come on. where I have i heard that. this before i don't buy where that. have i heard this before so yeah it's very sad and um, we'll see what happens i mean now there's two big things happening uh, Robert Kraft, obviously, with his uh, impending uh, trial. Yeah. He's officially put in a non-guilty plea. Yeah. So we'll see how that works out, see if he'll get punished. And now we'll see if the CEO and president of the San Francisco Giants uh, gets punished. Well, yeah. all we want to see is equal equal treatment. punishment. Yeah, equal, yeah, equal treatment. treatment. Between yes. between both players and and executives. Not, no one of them is more powerful than – or one of them is more powerful, but no one of them are – <laughs> Like above the other, like if you do something wrong, everybody is under the same law. Like if substance abuse is uh, is something that that is in place for the for the the whole league. Yes. Then players as well as executives are subject to the same punishment. Yes, exactly. And that's all I'm asking. Like exactly. I don't. You can still. I mean, people people argue all the time. They're like, oh, I, why do why do players make this much money because they're just playing a game? I'm just like. Why not? This is capitalism. Like, I mean, <laughs> exactly. Like people are voting with their feet. They're right. going to the game. Exactly. They're buying um, and their their pocketbook or their wallet. You know, exactly. they're buying jerseys and tickets. And exactly. Stuff. So that that I don't have a discrepancy with. But if yeah. you're under the same umbrella as far as policy, mm-hmm. then it has to be across the board. I don't care who you are. The commission is not is not exempt out of, of any of these rules. If he if he snorts. <laughs> anything then <laughs> you know he's a regular <laughs> he is he is subject to the same discipline as 
the the water boy that that that's on the team. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like absolutely. that's 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 all I feel like. Yes, absolutely. No, I agree. I agree. We want to see people treated the same. And I think oh man, I think did we talk about it last week or the week before? The whole marijuana and sports yeah. thing. Like yeah, I can understand last, last PEDs. Week, yeah. I think that was my my part of the discussion. Yeah, yeah. I understand PEDs. You don't want that on the field. You don't necessarily care if a CEO is using steroids. You're right. But um yeah, the whole marijuana thing. It's starting to look less and less realistic to have that marijuana policy in place. So, right. Unless you're going to have it in place for the CEOs and general managers and everybody else. Right. So, yeah, this is uh, this is big. I think uh, players are really starting to fight back, and I as they should. Yeah, I don't. I uh, I hope that these leagues keep everybody accountable. Yeah, I I wouldn't hold my breath on that. <laughs> Not at all. Well, I didn't hold my breath on a Jason Witten comeback either. But it's happening. Yes, it, is it is happening. happening. I uh, I thought for sure that he was going to be done and it was going to be over. But ladies and gentlemen, Jason Winton is coming out of retirement, leaving the broadcast booth at ESPN and returning to the Cowboys for his 16th NFL season. Yeah, that is <laughs> I, I can attribute that to a couple of things. First, um, he's not really good in the booth. Uh, number two. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, he's running out of money. Uh, there's, there's a couple things I can trade that to, but uh, yeah, I think I think uh, Jason Witten. I don't think he was ready to retire when he left. He didn't look like he was ready to retire. I mean, his yeah, body was. His body was. His body was, but he he looked like he he looked like he still was somebody that wanted to, that loved the game of football and didn't want to come out for anything, and so. I don't know why he left. If you're mentally still, I mean, learn from Tom Brady. If you're mentally still, still right to play, mm-hmm. keep playing. Like, yeah, I mean, Tom Brady could play till he's fifty if he really wanted to. I yeah. mean, he doesn't get hit. He doesn't. I mean, we we talk he about ba- this. Yeah. We talk about this all the time. If he feels any pressure, right. so yeah. But uh, Jason Winton obviously will get hit, and he will get hit going over the but middle a, by linebackers. Yeah. But so. he's a much bigger guy. True. I, he's I, sure-handed. He doesn't. He doesn't take a lot of hits because he's smart. He's a smart guy. Yeah. Um, I'm so, just really weirded out by this. Um, to me, he's better as a coach. Like, I didn't see the whole transition into TV and analyzing football. Like, I didn't see that for Jason Witten. I saw that for Tony Romo. I didn't yeah. see it for Jason Witten. I thought that for sure he would be a coach somewhere. He yeah. would be coaching tight ends at first, maybe eventually getting into um, – uh, uh, offensive line, even because he's done a ton of blocking in his career. Yeah, but um, yeah, this this didn't make sense for me, um, to me for him uh, going into the broadcast booth. So this makes sense coming back to the game, you know, actually being on the field. I just don't know why he would want to play. Yeah, and I don't think it makes the Cowboys any better. I don't either. I think it makes them older. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they 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 got they got better with the addition of Amari Cooper, um, and who's the other player? I think I thought they got some one other player. Well, they Gallup has really decided to to show well, up Gallup. and show out. Well, not Gallup. Uh, I thought they had. Never mind. I don't know. It must be another player. It must be another team. But yeah, Amari Cooper made them made them just light years better. Mm-hmm. Um. J- they did. They didn't have a tight end, which I will. I will. I will chalk that up. They didn't have a tight end that was sure-handed when he left. Yes. So this will make the. This will solidify the tight end position. But you're telling me they couldn't have drafted a tight end. Well, they had. They had what? They 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 gave up their first round pick for Amari Cooper. 
So, uh, and I don't know if there's a lot of tight ends coming out of college that are worth that uh, are worth, worth drafting. Worth yeah, drafting. That's true. That's true. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, Damari is just as big as a tight end, so <laughs> it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> now, all you need is somebody else that can run across the middle and catch a, a football. That's that's <laughs> what Jason Witten can do very well. So. You need a Zach Ertz. You need a Travis Kelsey. You right. Need a, um, maybe not a Gronkowski anymore, but you know, I will still take Gronkowski in Philadelphia. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like you, you imagine you had three tight ends set with Gronkowski uh, on the Solid. outside, yeah, and just using that big body like like a like a fade route, like. Yeah, just a jump Gronk, ball. You right. just throw up a jump ball Gronk and that's it. Gronk is still good. Like, it's just, I feel like it's just something mentally with Gronk. He doesn't want to be in in, 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 uh, in New England anymore. Well, I think also the injuries, right? Yeah. If you can't count on him, then what, are you willing to pay him a lot of money? No, not really. But at the end of the day, I, I think uh, a lot, there, there are certain types of players, There are certain, I, I feel like, certain types of players that are self-motivated, like, uh, like yeah. Tom Brady. He doesn't need to go anywhere to be motivated. He's already still has that chip on his shoulder. Yes. And then there are players like like Grant, like uh, 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 all these other players that that need to get a change of scenery. Yes. A, a yes. change of scenery will will kind of motivate them. Change of coaching staff. Change of everybody that that will that will get players motivated. And so that's all I think Grant needs to do is get out of New England. If he can get out of New England and go somewhere, I think that's the same thing with uh, Chad. Uh, not Chad. John, um, uh, the Detroit Lions guy, uh, wide receiver Johnson, uh, Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think Calvin Johnson. If, he wouldn't have retired if they, he'd just gone to another team. He would have yeah. still. He would have still been there. It was really weird. I mean, he talked about concussions and everything when he retired. But yeah, it was really weird to me that he wouldn't have tried to go to the Patriots or right. just another team in general. Right. You know? I mean, I, he got. I think. I feel like he got tired of the monotony of losing. Honestly. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah, and being like the only guy on your team that can that your quarterback looks at. Exactly. <laughs> He's covered by three people. It's okay. Just throw it to Calvin. <laughs> Just throw it to Calvin. Oh man. Well, best of luck to Jason Witten. Apparently he's talked to coach uh head coach Jason Garrett of the Cowboys. And uh they they think that he can come back and they're gonna work him out and see if he can get that spot. Well good for him. Good for him indeed. Oh my goodness. So the truth has finally come out. I am excited about this a lot because we talked about Todd Gurley. We've been talking about Todd Gurley since the Super Bowl. He's the running back for the Los Angeles Rams, and he just didn't look right in that game at all. Mm-hmm. And now we're it's coming out that he's suffering from arthritis in his knee. This would explain everything um, and why he wasn't uh, very effective in the playoffs. Yeah, that 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 is inexcusable, honestly. Yeah. I mean, you... You you know a guy is is hurt. You know a guy is 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 not at his top peak, especially with him leading the the league in rushing for the first what ten games of the season. Yeah, probably ten plus games. Yeah. Like, and and obviously there's something wrong. But then you 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 play him anyway, and then you hide. I mean, I don't think the, I don't think the Rams are the team that discloses injuries, anyways. But uh, to to hide it and then. To think that oh you know he he's a threat either way. I mean you see in the in the what is it the New Orleans game he still had 115 yards. Mm-hmm. I mean on a bum knee that's really good. Yep. Um, yep. but at the end of the day, will the team? Do you think the team should get punished for that? Well, 
they they talked about him having arthritis from the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he had, and they they had him as a as a I think a sprained knee, mm-hmm. and that's why he missed one of those games in. Uh, so they they, they reworded the injury, basically. Well, I think he had, you know, knee inflammation and all that stuff. So he was suffering from um, from the arthritis from, from the before this yeah. season, yeah. you know, for, uh, through training camp yeah. and the preseason and stuff like that. And we also got to remember he has a, he's torn his ACL before on a different knee, but he's torn a, his ACL. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know how much. I think they disclosed everything they had to disclose. So I don't think the Rams are going to get um, fined for this. Mm-hmm. But uh, it just shows you something was wrong. Everybody knew something was wrong. Just what it was. Was it a a big injury or was it just a lingering injury? And it looks like it was just a lingering injury that he couldn't get over. So do you think this is the end of his career? I after he had the ACL tear at Georgia in college, I was concerned that his NFL career wouldn't be that great. And especially um, I think his first year in the league, he may have gotten injured again or something like that. Mm. Or he just didn't have a good year in St. Louis, his first year in the league. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I I don't know. Running backs obviously have a short uh, shelf life anyway. Right. So I, I would say that he's probably not – he's probably never going to be what he used to be. But I would have said that about Adrian Peterson too before he won his MVP. Yeah. So Yeah, true. What, true. Are, we, what, are, we, what are we talking about? I don't yeah. – don't, I don't know how to gauge a running back's career anymore. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, he 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 had this lingering injury, and he led the league, like you said, uh, throughout the season. So things happen. I mean, I think they have what shots for arthritis now, um, so you can manage arthritis a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't necessarily think this is the end of his career, honestly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think he's. I think he's. He's young. He's like what, twenty four, twenty five, something like that. Um, yeah, he, I think he's only been in the league for about uh, five years or so. So yeah, he's got. Yeah, he's 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 still got a lot of room. I mean, a lot of lot of a lot of uh, uh, playing time ahead of him. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, an injury is an injury, and you could and he could easily have made it worse by playing. So I mean, you got to know yourself if you're if you're. <laughs> Take a book out of Antonio Brown's uh, uh, a page out of Antonio Brown's book or uh, <laughs> Le'Veon Bell's book. Like yeah. you know, they they wanted or at least Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell wanted uh, a more lucrative contract because you know the shelf life of a running back is that short. Yes, so exactly. You know, I for my services and for mm-hmm. the fact that I've led the I was leading the league two years in a row. Could have won the MVP last year, mm-hmm. and definitely could have won it this year, and and to have gone down like this, like I mean, you got to get something for it. You got to get something for it. Yeah, at this point, you, you said, uh, yeah, he's twenty four years old. I think he's still. I don't think he signed a contract recently. No, he's um, yeah, he's still on the contract. Uh, what is it? His his rookie contract. I think it's still his rookie contract. I think so. Yeah, so you gotta you gotta get paid. Next time around, Todd Gurley. Because well, I mean, yeah. I don't know with these it's lingering injury. I don't know if they're gonna pay if they're gonna they're they're actually going to consider paying him like that. Um, it all depends on if he can if he can get to form the way that he was last year. So 
Oh, actually, he just got paid. Sorry. Breaking news. <laughs> uh, he did exercise his um, fifth-year option. Actually, excuse me, the Rams did, and they came to terms on a four-year, $60 million deal. Still not enough. <laughs> he used to be paid closer to 80 or 90. Yeah. He, well, I mean, I mean quarterbacks is, are getting paid $200 million now. Yeah. So, But he is the highest paid running back in the NFL. Which is, which is sad because $60 million for the highest paid? Come on, man. Well, that just shows Zeke, you. Zeke is going to get paid higher than that next year. Uh, yeah, probably. But again, Zeke doesn't have any injuries, right? You're right, so, but still, so though, like, again, the shelf life of a running back is yeah. But Zeke is not going to get paid 200 mil. No, Zeke he's not. Get, no, he's not. Maybe but he, maybe 80 million. They don't value running backs anymore at all, which is crazy. Which is why I would, if I was a running back, I'd switch to wide receiver. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm not doing this. I'm not about to. I'm not about to break my body just so <laughs> I can run the ball for you. No, nah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I agree. I agree. Running backs, uh, they have a tough, tough uh, job. They used to be the stars of the, the yes. NFL, Barry but Sanders, not anymore. Jim Brown, Emmett Smith, Emmett Smith, all the Walton, Walter Payton. Walter Payton. Oh, yes, my goodness. crazy, crazy, crazy. But it's a different day. It's a different day. What do we really know, anyways? Huh? I don't even know what that means. All right, let's get into the rapid fire segment. You know how we do it. We're off the top of the head, really quick, I'm going to ask a question for Hugh, and Hugh is going to give me his uh, his feelings on the subject. So let's jump right into it. How about D Wade going out in style? This is his last season. He said one last ride. Uh, Wade hit a game winner against the Golden State Warriors on Wednesday night in a 126 to 125 win. Uh, a lot of people have been calling it a uh, his Mamba moment. Uh, I tend to disagree, but uh, does Dwayne Wade Ooh. still have enough in him to play a couple more years? No, here? he's done. He's done. He's done. He's, he's done. done. He can. He's he's not like LeBron. LeBron. Le, LeBron. I don't. I'm not saying D Wade has to take care of his body. Uh, you know, D Wade. You, you see his. Uh, what is it? His, his not his Twitter. His. Uh, I guess it's his Instagram. I Instagram, guess. yeah. Uh, and you know he's always eating the right way. He's working out. He's doing everything that he needs to do to take care of his body. So it's not that. Paleo. I just think, I just think he's mentally checked out. Uh, just like and, I and, think his body's failing him a little, a little bit. I, I well, don't he know. Did, he, he throws up about 20, 25 points if he, if he really wants to, but he's never been really the best shooter. He, he, his game, yeah. his game has always been drive to the basket, slasher. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, take the contact, do whatever. He's like a James Harden type, but kid, it doesn't, it doesn't shoot as well. Yes. Uh, but mentally, you get to a point where you get tired of getting hit that way, <laughs> and so and also you being check out. injured. He hasn't been injured lately, but he had those streaks where he, yeah, he had missing twenty games a season. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I I don't think he should come back. If you see this play, he gets blocked by Kevin Durant, and then he just kind of pushes the ball up with .4 seconds on the clock, and it goes in. Yeah. So it's not like Those, he was ISOed on somebody, and he hit like a Jordan-esque shot. And people just say he traveled on that, but it's fine. Whatever. Whatever <laughs> you want to call it. I, I, did. I, I did say he traveled on that, but whatever. It's fine. And now for the hot topic of the day. All right, A.B. Antonio Brown is back in the news. Oh, my goodness. I, I thought the saga was almost over with when he said that he was leaving Pittsburgh on his Twitter, but 
he's finally commenting on or giving his side of the story uh, about what happened in Pittsburgh and why he actually left. Yeah. Yeah. This was this was this compelling. Yeah. It was compelling. We heard the, the media outcry about it. We heard, you know, oh, a- Antonio Brown, he's he's not a team player. You know, mm-hmm. he's being a diva, kind of like Le'Veon Bell, this, that and the other. Uh, controlling the narrative of the team. You know, PR does that really well. <laughs> Teams and clubs have PRs that, that are paid professionally to spin things. Yep. Um, yep. I'm not necessarily saying that AB is, Antonio Brown is 100% correct, but it is good to have some perspective from his side of the story. Yeah, it's, it's always good to have both sides of the story. You know, there are a lot of people always say, or most people say, you know, there's three sides to every story. Right. Right. His side, and in this case, the Pittsburgh Steelers side, and then the truth. So, which can be intermingled. This is why you want both sides to come to a conclusion. Yes. And the conclusion is, AB didn't like Ben Roethlisberger at all. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be very clear about that. Yes. Uh, he, he, you know, and I don't think I don't think Ben Roethlisberger really cared about AB either. Like, I mean, their chemistry on on the field, it, it's so it's so crazy because. You can you can tell you can you can it it proves that it doesn't matter what it look what outside it looks like what you look like outside of you know a certain certain area situation, but on the inside in the secret yeah oh, it could be so much different it could be so yes. much so much different and this is what happens with uh with uh AB I mean yeah for me I always thought that Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown had a great relationship and it right. was just like. They they realized how much um, each other meant to the team, right? And how good they were together, and how many points that they could put up. And so I expected them to have, you know, a friendship similar to Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison back mm-hmm. in the day. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I mean, you make a lot of assumptions, obviously, but you you hear about uh, Julian Edelman and Tom Brady, and right. how they're close and stuff like that, right? And I just I did not expect to hear what I heard from Antonio Brown about their relationship. Well, let's hear from his words what he what he talks about uh, between his relationship with Ben. Yo, like if I'm your guy, make 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 me know I'm your guy. But don't say I'm your guy and then point finger. Don't say I'm your guy and don't throw me the ball the whole first quarter. You know what I mean? I would have liked for me and Ben to be cool. I thought we was cool, but when I think I only well I've been in his house one time. He been in my house one time. You know what I mean? We don't work out in the offseason. It's like, yo, if we really want to win, you think that's winning? That's not winning. So, yeah, that's big. Mm. Like, you don't – you. A lot, of, a lot of teams stress this. Like, uh, offensive linemen hang out with offensive linemen. Yes. They go out and yes. eat together. They go out and, and do activities, go bowling, just to, just to get that camaraderie, get, get that, uh, that uh, uh, chemistry together. Yes. And absolutely. it's just – it's it's incre- it's – Incredible to hear this and see what they do on the field. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is it a testament to how great those two players are? <laughs> I mean, because like it, it seems like they're just that connected on the on the field. Imagine if they actually hung out, right? Exactly. <laughs> and I'm, you know, you don't have to be best friends with your with your um, coworker. Right. You don't have to be best friends. Right. But at just the same out. time, um, yeah, like 
you can at least throw in the offseason. Yeah. You can't call Antonio Brown once <laughs> in a month to say, yo, do you want to go run some routes? Right. Like, seriously? Exactly. I mean, I mean, I don't know what exactly happened. I guess I don't know if neither one of them expressed an interest or if they both expressed an interest and then Ben never fell, uh, followed through. Right. But, like, that is just very strange to me that you wouldn't throw – with your number one wide receiver during the offseason. Right. That's just very strange. I mean, even 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 Carson, you, you got a sense of it his second year when they got Alshon Jeffries and all those guys in the mm-hmm. offseason. Uh, he took them to his home state of of uh, North North Dakota. North Dakota? North Dakota. And wow. He went he, – he took them there, fed them. They went out and they, they – I guess they hunted together. And then they went to they the, went hunting. Yeah, they went hunting. <laughs> and then they he took them to the local uh uh or not yeah the uh university over there the university yeah, yeah. The, the facilities and they 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 ran routes they See, threw that's what you expect and at that, least once yes, yes and that helped out that helped out the season that we that we went to the Super Bowl once the Super Bowl had that Super Bowl run I mean you could see that we we were beating games left we were beating teams left and right. Yeah, uh, absolutely. At, by an average of like twenty points. Oh, if Carson had played the Super Bowl, that would have been so. I mean, perfect it, for him. It's it's crazy to understand, but yeah, you, if you're going into one of the the most important games of of the season, especially trying to get into the playoffs, why wouldn't you want to have that camaraderie, uh, have that chemistry going into? The, I mean, that's when you have to have it the most. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it starts in the off season. And again, you don't have to be best friends with your coworkers, but you need some sort of chemistry, especially in team sports. You need yeah. some sort of chemistry. You need to be able to play off each other, figure out um, what your what your go to move is. Right. You know, like just how am I going to handle certain situations? And a lot of times you don't get you don't get that in practice. Um, a lot of times the wide receivers are in one place. Quarterbacks right. are in another place. Right. And, and maybe in spring training you work together on routes, but um, during the season, there's not a ton of time for you to to figure everything out. Right. It's usually walkthroughs. It's usually this is the the new offensive system we want to put in place, or just a couple of plays we want to put in place. Right. So yeah, it's I'm, I'm glad that you brought up the idea that you you could have dinner together, or you could just hang out a little bit together. I watched the Cowboys. I think it was All or Nothing on Prime Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. And it's it's basically like a hard knocks mm-hmm. knockoff um, mm-hmm. for Amazon. So they follow the team for a couple of weeks during um, training camp. And what you saw, actually, throughout the whole season, they they followed them throughout the whole season. And what you saw is that the offensive linemen were serious about being together, right? Being about being a cohesive unit, right? And as far as I remember, it wasn't just the starting five; it was like all seven or eight guys. Wow, they, yeah, that's that's incredible. Like that's. That's exactly what needs to happen to to have a championship winning team. Like the whole team with the camaraderie, with the with the chemistry. I mean, <laughs> NBA players, NBA teams, uh, you can tell which ones are going to be championship teams and which ones aren't. Uh, with the fact that, uh, you know, say like the Rockets, the Rockets, when they played the Warriors, they came together. They had a, they had a chemistry that was unmatched like by by anything. Uh, Warriors are the same way. Warriors, when they actually, you know, uh, play well together, they these guys are averaging 30, what, 20, 20 uh, 25 to 30 uh, assists yes. every every single time they touch the court. Like it's yep. that that doesn't come with 
just putting a putting a team just just coming together like pickup. I'm not gonna go to the Berg and have 20 assists, <laughs> or our my team had 20 assists. Everybody's gonna try to shoot. Like, no, yeah, everybody just wants to get their shot up, and nobody knows. I think one of the most important things is knowing how the, how the player will react in a certain situation. Exactly, and that's that's you, knowing, the only way you can get that is by playing together often. And also playing and also just kind of knowing their personality. Right. You know, and you can a lot of those talks during those dinners with uh, offensive linemen are about what they see in film study. Right. Or what they see in um, the communication uh, and the communication. Exactly. Right, uh, right. They even had uh, the all or nothing had uh, Zeke Elliott and some of the running backs at the running backs coaches house. Yeah. And they were over there for dinner talking about the game. Yeah. And that, I think that that time is is important. Yes. It doesn't have to be just time away where you just hang out and bond. That's nice too going hunting with uh <laughs> with um, all Carson, Carson Wentz, Wentz and all yeah, those guys. Yeah. That, you know, that's nice too, but it doesn't have to be that. You could talk about the game and talk right. about the over goal. Dinner. Right. Yeah. Over dinner. Call call each other. I mean, something. Anything is better than nothing. Yeah. Go to their houses. Have dinner with the wives. And meet the meet the meet the uh, the children, the kids, like yeah. And that's the thing, like when you build that rapport, the rapport with each other. If you have to criticize your your uh, teammate, then it doesn't seem weird or odd or strange, you right. know. Like if you have that that relationship in place, you can say things to them directly, and right. maybe say things in uh, you know radio interviews or to coaches and. Everybody will be okay. Everybody will be on the same page because you know that the other person has your back and right. it's not a malicious way of attacking somebody. Right, exactly. And again, exactly. obviously, people are getting paid. So they <laughs> they want to make sure that they're, if they're, you know, a second string guy, they want to be a first string guy. But exactly. You can, and your incentives too. Yes, your incentives as well. So, like, there is a little bit of a conflict of interest, but, but I think it's still better if you, if you work together and you try to, um, Hang out a little bit. We'll right. see what happens. Uh, this is a, a fun parallel because we see what's going on with the Warriors and Draymond Green and Kevin Durant. Yeah. So we'll see if uh, if having a close relationship really makes a difference if Kevin Durant uh, signs this offseason. Well, I mean, I don't think he's still signed with the Warriors. But <laughs> we'll see. We'll but see. continuing with with Antonio Brown, uh, Antonio Brown, he he uh, continues to elaborate on what happened in Week 17 when uh, reports said that. He was not uh, present for the uh, we, uh, the pivotal game, putting them in. Well, which would I put them into the playoffs if yeah. the Ravens had lost? Yeah. Week seventeen, are we coming off a big loss against the Saints. Yo, I'm sore. We just been on the turf. I come see the coach. I say, Coach, like, yo, I'm sore, man. Like, what are you thinking? Like, you know, I'm gonna need a couple of days to get right. Coach, like, man, I'm sore. Just, Man, just go home if you sore. Go home. You want me to go home? All right, go home. It's the last game of the year. I went home. So he went home because the coach told him, which is very uncharacteristic for uh, uh, Mike Tomlin, I think, to just excuse somebody just like that. Just, yeah, well, just it was. Go you know, home. I mean, I'm sure it was uh, sarcastically. It was, it was. I'm sure it was very sarcastically. He was trying to um, kind of kind of I guess play the field I don't I don't know uh, well as you know uh, you're not tough everybody's sore at, at week 17 you know yeah. so I'm sure he was kind of a tough thing oh you know, if you're sore then go home we need people who want to actually play right um, so I, I'm sure there was some sort of miscommunication there well I, I mean know. you're talking we're, we're talking with egos though so yeah Tomlin, Tomlin has an ego 
uh, a, a, uh, Antonio Brown definitely has an ego. <laughs> uh, so if you're going to tell somebody with an ego, oh, you know what? Just don't worry about it. You just do what you got to do. He's yeah. going to do what he's going to do. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that you have to understand as a coach, you have to manage egos especially when it comes time, to big should players he be more professional should antonio brown in that situation yes like, I, I don't know why my coach is telling me to go home i'm just gonna i'm gonna go get some treatment or something i agree right. but who's the leader though because the leader is the one that's supposed to be the one to step up and say okay um here's here's what i think you know yada 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 if we can we get you some treatment let's let's, let's see if we can sit you out of practice this one time for this session, let's get you in session here. You know, you you want to do? Can we do like individual drills instead of instead of team drills or whatever? So you know, just work it out with the with the player. Have yeah. communication. Don't just just uh, dismiss it off like okay, you're not tough, so you know what, just go home. Like I feel like that's not leadership. Yeah, but I think at that point, I, I really think that Mike Tomlin was probably just fed up with AB because you know we've we've talked about how. AB has done things in the locker room and said things about Mike Tomlin and their relationship just may not be very good. It's true. And so Mike Tomlin would just be like, okay, it's week 17. I don't need this distraction right now. You you think you're sore? You think you can't practice or whatever? Then just go home. Oh. And it's up to AB at that point to be like, all right, no, no, no. I need to understand that I am a top, uh, top five receiver in this league. I'm the best receiver on the team. At least I think so. And uh, I, I need to do what I need to do sh- so that the team understands that I'm not quitting on them. I'm not leaving. I'm just sore. Yeah. So if that means being on the sideline while getting some treatment while you're cheering on your team, at least at least you, people know that you're around. You're you're engaged. Right. Well, well, get this. I'm, this is about to be a mind blown segue. OK. <laughs> OK. Mind blown. <laughs> so in that situation, are we are they still going to act like kids? Um, because. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. who's going to be the adult in that in that situation to say, um, "Well, let's figure this out. Come come into my office. Let's let's talk. Let's let's. I, we're, I'm not dealing with a child here. We can we can. <laughs> or are you? <laughs> I mean, not like uh, our general manager just said, but uh, you know, like who's going to be the the person that's going to step up and say, "Look, I'm going to have this conversation with you. Let's let's clear. Let's let's yeah. have this." Uh, I'm feeling this way. If you want me ready for the game, then I need X, Y, Z. And then the, the coach can come back and say, okay, well, if if you need this, then if you can do this for me, I'll do this for you. You see what I'm saying? Like, compromise. Like, communicate. Instead of saying, okay, I know you're frustrated. Uh, we're all frustrated because, you know, you could get eliminated from the playoffs, which they ultimately did with the Ravens winning. Yep. Uh, but in that in that situation, just take a level head because you're dealing with you're dealing with humans first. You're dealing with players, you're dealing with humans. So true. You know, the first and foremost is I'm not trying to get injured because you because <laughs> it's the most pivotal game of the season, which we shouldn't have been in the situation in the first place. <laughs> uh, so at the end of yeah. the day, let me take care of what I need to take care of. I've always shown up for you. I've always shown up for, uh, for, uh, yes, for uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Ben, yeah. You know, I I was uh, very, you know, what, two years ago, he was one of the most pivotal guys. He caught, remember he caught that pass on the one-yard line? I guess it was against the, uh, uh, the Green Bay Packers, I believe. And it was on the one-yard line. He, sh- he, got, he got hit as soon as he caught it and stretched in the end zone. 
and and scored the touchdown in in the in the yeah. biting cold. I think so. I think I remember. Uh, he always shows up, but yeah. you know you can't you and you got to give your star players a little benefit of the doubt. Okay, I'm feeling this way. Uh, you know, let me take a break. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I you see that a lot in the NBA, right? Where star players will say, "Okay, well, they take too many um, breaks." Uh, I'm just gonna be honest <laughs> with you. Like, just take a whole game off because of rest. Come on now. I mean, I understand it's 82 games, uh, 82 games uh, in the in the in the season, but at the same time, LeBron plays 82 game 82 games for the past what? I say out of his what 16, 17, no. What is it? Eight, nine, 18 years? Well, he's only had one 82 game season, but he's had a lot of 70 somethings. Yeah, so, so yeah. he's played the majority of the games. I I don't know. I just there's too many rests. But but going back to the AB, uh, uh, the, his his general manager uh, said something that was really controversial. Said something that was, uh, in my opinion, <laughs> frankly disrespectful. Very offensive. Uh, Very offensive. Uh, I, I'm not offended. I just think it's disrespectful. But um, <laughs> he was referring to all the 52 kids on his roster. Kevin Colbert's comments, 52 kids on the <laughs> He pretty much is, is explained what I already had told everyone. He just confirmed it. What, what, what ideally grown man is called another grown man a kid? 52 kids. Like, like you don't have no respect for these guys. Like, these are the guys that go to work for you. And that's what I'm telling you guys. That that's what... That's my issue. You know what I'm saying? It's all about respect. Yeah, I'm right there with him. By the way, this this whole th- these whole clips were uh, brought to you by Sports Center. They did a, a, a interview with AB. AB sat down with him and tried to get his side of the story, yeah. which we appreciate. Um, if you're looking to see something very fantastic, please go see the video version. Yes. Yes. of that interview. Yes, I mean we we grabbed some clips of that to, to kind of kind of bring bring around the forefront of, of AB's side of the story. Um, and just hearing just hearing his side, I'm not saying I necessarily believe all that he's saying, but at the same time, <laughs> you didn't hear any of that from the media. They, they, they didn't publish any and I'm I doubt that they will they will they will run many articles on about his side of the story. I mean because the, the, the popular consensus is he's a diva. Yeah, well I mean if we're being honest, he is a diva, but we can't just lump him in with all the other divas. Right. We have to take each story um, uh, one at a, uh, on, on its own merits. We have right. to say that he's an individual. He has different a uh, different situation in Pittsburgh. Right. We've always thought Pittsburgh was one of those like world class organizations where everybody was very um, top notch. Yeah, everybody was very professional yeah. and very straightforward with yeah. each other. And it seems like no, that, that wasn't Steel happening. City. That wasn't, yeah, exactly. That that just was not happening at all. No. Um, so it looks like they were a little dysfunctional. And um, you know, I don't really like players airing the dirt, dirty laundry, but because I Antonio, <laughs> I really do. <laughs> well, because Antonio Brown is getting killed in the media, I think that he has a right to to say his piece mm-hmm. and to say what exactly was wrong mm-hmm. with. Um, with the Pittsburgh situation. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad he's doing it. I'm glad he's, he's um, actually um, saying what needs to be said. All of this, you know, this has been a long drawn out saga. Do you think he plays somewhere? Does he get picked up this year? <laughs> he'll get paid up. He'll get picked up tomorrow. If he was, if the free agents, I mean, free, the new calendar season has begun. I think it began, it begins today. So teams are allowed, I think, to start 
signing players that they want to sign. Um, but yeah, he's going to get picked up. I mean, his play speaks for himself, speak for itself. Like he's, he is always, he is such a, a key player. Like he is such a, a dominant wide receiver. Like he's, he's up there with, with, uh, Julio Jones, but without the measurements of Julio Jones, his, Mm -hmm. his impact is, is, is felt a lot more. So, at the end of the day, yeah, he's gonna get picked up. I mean, I take Philly. I would, I would, I would, I would pick him up. With, <laughs> I would get rid of all my receivers and pick pick him up, and then and then uh, fill it in with draft picks. That's all. I, I would in honestly Philly? do that. I in would Philly? honestly do that. Yeah, in Philly. Uh, yeah. Going back to your to your airing your dirty laundry. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to I wanted to say I love it when 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 players do that because. We are in a democracy, well, republic, but, you know, um, the same thing happens in politics. Like when something is not right, you need mm-hmm. to air it out. And especially when when a player. When a player is not uh, being treated as, uh, as, uh, the correct way they should be, I feel like it is necessary for that player to speak out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, Colin, Colin Kaepernick. If he didn't speak out, if he didn't speak out about the uh, what he was feeling, I mean, then n- none of this, none of the movements that w- that we have would have been uh, uh, brought to the forefront. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so it is it is super important for players to call. I mean, if you can't work it out in the locker room, if you can't work it out behind closed doors, yeah, and by all means, you take it to the media because teams yes. don't teams don't. Teams will jump quick if if it's a PR if it's a PR thing. Well, yeah, if it, there's no actual legs to um, the issues that the team has, and I I want to correct myself, he's not a free agent. He's still under contract with the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, he's just no, he's, demanded a trade. Yeah, and it looks like he will be traded. Um, but yeah, because I think he had to do it. There, he just had to do it because of the fact that. Um, some of the teams are going to look at these issues that he's had with the organization and figure out if they want to make an investment in uh, honestly, with him. Yeah, honestly, his his risk reward <laughs> is so mu- is so balanced right now; it's ridiculous. Well, like, he's also come out and said he doesn't even have to play football. <laughs> so I mean, there too. Now, I mean, now that's a that's a LeBron like statement. That's a cal- <laughs> uh, yeah. I was gonna say that's a Colin Kaepernick like statement, but not really. He still wants to play football. Yeah. Um, I I agree. I mean. The game will not be the same without him. Honestly, I honestly think so because he brings that fire to the game. Like yeah. he is, he is, he is such a dynamic wide receiver, and he's been in talks as being one of the best wide receivers in the game right now. Yeah, the best. I mean, top of the line, like Calvin Johnson, like uh, uh, Julio Jones, uh, like Larry Fitzgerald, top of the line guys. He's mentioned yes. in that category. Absolutely. So. If if he's gone, I mean, the, I I guarantee you, you look at the Steelers next year. They trade A B. They lose uh, Le'Veon Bell. They're not going to be the same team they were last year, uh, the past the previous few years. I know Juju Smith Schuster, he's good. I mean, they're great players and all, but A B just brings another dimension to that game. Yeah, and uh, I just you, the Steelers are not good. I mean, the Bengals are gonna the Bengals gonna gonna start beating the Steelers now pretty soon. If we could beat the Browns. 
So I'll be able to beat the Browns. I don't know. Browns we lost twice to the Browns last year, so well, I'm not Browns, high on my Bengals have, uh, right now. Have uh, what's his face? Baker Mayfield. So exactly, I don't know. I don't know. exactly. And Baker Mayfield, in my opinion, isn't a better quarterback than Andy Dalton, but he has more passion and more yeah. fire for the game than Andy Dalton yeah. will ever have. <laughs> Moving right along. Um, so yeah, you're you're absolutely right. There are a bunch of teams that are interested: the 49ers, the Washington Redskins, the Oakland Raiders, the Philadelphia are in talks. Eagles. Uh, don't know about the Eagles. Well, I'm trying to speak it into existence. So. <laughs> exactly, speak it into existence, as uh, Lavar Ball always says. Yes. Um, yeah. So I think he's going to land somewhere without a doubt. So March the 11th. So you will see <laughs> on March 13th immediately a trade for. Antonio Brown. You will see that immediately at four o'clock. <laughs> you will you will see that immediately, or whenever they're they're allowed to trade players. That that it'll be one of the very first trades that you'll see that day. I guarantee it. Yeah. Um, ooh, that's a good one. I I don't think it's going to happen immediately on March thirteenth, but I think it's going to be that the first week of uh, free agency or yeah. first week of. Uh, of uh, contract negotiations. Yeah. Because I, I think Pittsburgh is done with him. I think they believe Juju Smith uh, Schuster well, gonna is to, going to be okay. Yeah, they're going to have to trade a lot more uh, uh, wide receivers to, to, to cover that guy. I'm sorry. They're going to have to trade at least. They're going to have to trade for. Uh, they, they're going to have to pick up that dude from Ole Miss. To, to compensate for that. So I think Antonio Brown is a great, great uh, wide receiver. I think he's obviously top two at this point. Yeah, you can't deny his numbers, but it hasn't translated into a ton of championships. I mean, he only has one championship. Well, I mean, football is different than basketball. You're not going to win a championship from one player. Um, I think that has to do with the fact that the Steelers have been a very prolific offensive team, but have no defense whatsoever. So... You can score points, but you can't stop nobody. It's not gonna make a difference. Mm-hmm. And you saw that with the with the uh, the the Pittsburgh uh, the Steelers Patriots game. Uh, you saw that with the Steelers New England or New uh, 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 what was it the Saints game. Uh, you just you you see that because last year they had no defense whatsoever. Last two years they had no defense. Yeah. So. At the end of the, I can't attribute that to the offense. The offense is scoring points. They're put. They, I mean, they, they were, they were averaging what twenty. I think I saw the last stat on that was like 24, 25 points a game. Like they're doing their job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the game last uh, two two years ago when the uh, Patriots played the Steelers, that game went into the high thirties and forties. Yeah, so, I, I think, you know, they can they can put up points. And I, if they can keep their running game alive, because they showed that they didn't really need Le'Veon Bell. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think you are going to have to replace Antonio Brown. I just don't think that – I think you're going to benefit from not having that clash of personalities in the locker room. Because I, I mean, the last couple of years, it's been rough. Yeah, eventually, yes, I I agree. Eventually, they're they're going to it's going to to come down to uh, how are you going to bring that locker room together? And AB and and, Le- and Le'Veon Bell have that, I guess that negative. Pers- 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 uh, what's what am I trying to say? The negative. They uh, have an aura, aura, aura yeah, they have about aura them around in them. the locker yeah. room. So. Yeah, at the end of the day, I think you you know it could be better, it could be worse. It's going to be a rebuilding process either way. 
So yeah, very and with Ben Roethlisberger entering the you know dark the back years in his yes, uh, career, he's, he's be about done. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be interesting. Uh, Pittsburgh may be rebuilding. Well, that will do it for this episode of uh, You Don't Know Jack. If you want to get in touch with us, you can hit us up at ydkjpodcast at gmail.com. Email us there. Let us know what you think about the show. You can also tweet us at ydkjpodcast. We uh, tweet from time to time on on our Twitter timeline. <laughs> Go ahead and also subscribe. Uh, we love... Uh, new subscribers on soundcloud and when you like the the podcast we get a little alert so we appreciate that you can find us on soundcloud apple Podcasts, google play Podcasts as well um, and then also check out our website ydkjpodcast.com anything else you want to add i think i'm good Very all good. right thanks for tuning in to episode nine season two this is you don't know jack we are the outsiders looking in my name is chris brown and i'm hubert maitland And we'll catch you in the next one.